Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Come one, come all, follow on in, follow on in. Come on in the room. I said, come on in the room. Because we got a lot to talk about here on the State of the Saints podcast where we talk New Orleans Saints. And thank you all so much for spending your Monday morning with yours truly to talk about this Saints L that they took on yesterday. And they took it. <sighs> they took it from the Atlanta Falcons, man. But got to give credit where credit is due. No matter if you don't like the Atlanta Falcons, like I do. Uh, rather you just can't stand them the way I do. Uh, the way I can't, I rather would, I would rather would say. Uh, you have to give credit where credit is due. They did win this football game. They limit their mistakes and they executed a game plan and you know they got the w but you know as a saints fan it leaves you with a lot of unanswered questions some questions don't even need to be asked at this stage of the season i mean we're going into week 10 and yet the more things change the more they stay the same the saints wide receiver corp is still absolute hot garbage and it is what it is okay people can get mad all they want to they can talk about oh tj oh you being fair weather oh tj look man it is what it is man the saints wide receiver corp is trash these guys can't catch a cold these guys can't catch a cab these boys can't catch a break these boys can't catch feelings if they thought they knew what love was they cannot catch and as long and yes this is live josh as long as the New Orleans Saints continue to have this wide receiver corp, we are wasting our time. They aren't going anywhere. I want people to understand, and I want I want to put this in perspective for each and every one of you for you to fully understand why this wide receiver corp is so trash, okay? They're so trash. They're so trash that they actually stopped the Saints from running a football. Like, I'm, I'm dead serious. That is how bad they were. Because if you looked in the first quarter of the game, the Saints were getting chunk yards when they were rushing the football, okay? Usually when teams start to get success like that running a football, it sets up what? For all my football fans out there, somebody tell me. When you're running the ball successfully, what does it set up in a passing game? I'm going to let somebody tell me, okay, before I tell each and every one of you that may not know. What does it set up? It sets up the play action. That's right. It sets up play action. And if you have play action, you 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 get an opportunity to fake out the defense in the secondary because you have that safety coming down to try to attack, okay, or stop the running back from finding success. And the ball goes over their head. But because the wide receivers of the New Orleans Saints can't catch a cab, can't catch a break, can't catch feelings, they just said, oh, they just said, well, man, we just gonna go ahead and send Eric. Uh, we just gonna go ahead and uh send uh Eric. Uh, I can't think of his name. He played for the Saints. But anyway, yeah, we're gonna keep. We're gonna send Eric Harris. This name Eric Harris. We're gonna send Eric Harris down in the box, and we're going to stop. You're going to stop your run because we don't respect your wide receivers. I also want to give you all another example. Last week, you had one of the worst secondaries the Saints probably went up against off you know when it comes to the offensive side of the football all season the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
who have been dealing with injuries in the secondary all season long. There was no Carlton Davis. You know what I'm saying? There was no Richard Sherman from what I seen out there on the field. I didn't see any of these other guys out there. What I seen was a bunch of guys that they got off the street that were probably on their practice squad. They had absolutely no respect for the Saints wide receivers at all. These boys were out there on man-to-man coverage. Man-to-man coverage. That, that's, that goes to show you how trash people think about you know, this wide receiver call, that's how, they, that's how they think about them. They think that they are absolute trash. And look, I don't care at this particular point. Some people like to toe the line. Some people like to use certain language because they get afraid that maybe if they're doing a podcast and they reach out to somebody that's a member of the Saints or they reach out to a player, they won't be able to have that person come on their show. Look, the hell with that. Look, if you don't want to hear the truth, don't watch the State of the Saints podcast. And if you don't want to come on the show because I'm telling you how trash you look, then it is what it is. The Saints will not be successful with this wide receiver court. I know it's early. It's about 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We're doing this show live. But it is what it is, man. It, 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 it's sad. I feel so bad for Elvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is, is, is everything. If something was to happen to Alvin Kamara, this season is a disaster. It's like, it's gone. It's like, it fades away. It, it, it's out of here. Let's go ahead and talk about the defensive side of the football. Okay, let's talk about last week. Let's talk about last week. Let's talk about how everybody was running to the podium because they beat Tampa. All of the people that you probably ain't see since week one, week two. Want to get behind the mic and beat on their chest and talk about how great they are defensively. And, oh, we want the defense to be on the field when it matters most. Really? You do? You do? Well, I tell you what, what they did <laughs> yesterday, I don't want to see them on the field, okay? Those are one of the times where I used to think back when the Saints were going on this game-winning drive and Drew Brees executing it to perfection, and then all of a sudden, he throws a touchdown, but he leaves about a minute and some change on the clock. That's what that reminds me of. Because you can't say, oh, we want this. We want to be the last. We want to be able to make these stops. We want to be able to go out here and, and seal the deal. You do? Really? Well, I tell you what, Cordell Patterson was having, I mean, he made a lot of Saints players his sons on yesterday, okay? A lot of Saints players were that guy's son. Now, Cadell Patterson, this guy's a really good player, okay? He's a really good player, and every time he plays the Saints, I mean, he's a matchup nightmare. Rather he playing in Minnesota, rather he playing in Chicago, or rather he playing for the Falcons, he makes life miserable for the New Orleans Saints. And you would think that a guy who was out there getting each chunk of plays, you would probably put a little bit more attention on him, okay? But I know a lot of people talking about Paulson Adebo. Oh, Paulson Adebo, same old. Look why they got him out here. Why they got him out here. He's out there because he's better than Bradley Roby. Seriously. Like what? Like, honestly, people are like, man, they need to play Bradley Roby more. They need to play Bradley Roby more. They do. Well, I tell you what, every time I see Bradley Roby out there on the field, he's missing tackles. He's, you know what I'm saying, not, not very good containment. Pass interference calls. So if I am a if I'm a coach, I want Paulson Adebo on the field. At least I know 
with Paulson Adebo. He's a rookie. And nine times out of 10, if you watch Paulson Adebo, he's not going to make the same mistake twice. A lot of these things, you got to chunk up to him being a rookie. But I think that this guy is really good. Okay, I think that he has he he has all the tools to be really solid. He just needs to go through those growing pains. I am not going to sit up here and criticize Paulson Adebo, and I'm damn sure not about to sit up here and criticize every single person in the secondary every time they do something that we don't like, okay? Yesterday, it was terrible, okay? I'm going to have them eat their words because they told me, okay? The defense told me that they'd rather be the last line of defense on the field, and they were the last line of defense on the field, and they laid it in. Okay, it's just as simple as that. It's just as simple as that. I'm not going to say that this is going to be a reoccurring thing. All I'm saying is you you said that you wanted to be that guy and then it was time for you to be those guys and you weren't the guys. It's just as simple as that. But all in all, the New Orleans Saints, what have I learned uh, from this game? It's not panic mode. Even though the Saints lost, a lot of teams lost yesterday. A, A lot of help. The Saints got a lot, a lot of help. The Rams lost yesterday. Those sorry slaw Cowboys lost yesterday. You had the Arizona Cardinals. They lost their first game. Uh, uh, you know, so you have all these different teams, you know what I'm saying, that lost yesterday. So the Saints were a six seed going into this weekend. They're a six seed going out this weekend. The only difference is I think the Falcons are a seven seed, which we know that ain't going to last very long. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> We know that's not going to last very long because the Falcons aren't very good, which leads me to my next point. And I promise you, I'm going to get into the comments. I promise you. Which leads me to my next point, the inconsistency of the New Orleans Saints. I mean, Marshawn Lattimore and, and you know what I'm saying, and, and some of these other players that we talk about aren't the only thing that's inconsistent. The Saints are a very inconsistent football team. Look, the Falcons man congratulations to him had a good game plan but there's no way on god's green earth should the saints be in a knockout drag out brawl with the atlanta falcons when atlanta falcons are not very good you are not supposed to be in games with these teams that aren't really worth your time i'm just being dead serious you're better than the giants you're better than the falcons okay you're better than the panthers The Saints allowed some of the most mediocre quarterbacks to come into the Superdome, not away from home, not away, but in the Superdome where everything is in your favor. But people will get mad at me and talk about me when I say that the Superdome isn't that once feared place that everybody come into and feel like they can't win. Because if you look at the New Orleans Saints over the last couple of years, folks, they've been doing more winning away from the Superdome than they have been in the Superdome, but back to the the point at hand. Sorry, mediocre quarterbacks coming into the Superdome, blowing out your quarterbacks, throwing for 400, 350, 400 yards, four touchdowns, five touchdowns, and making your defense look like absolute trash. I mean, should we be quiet, not on offense, but also on the defensive side too? Should they do that? You know? You know, like, should, should they do that? Should, should we do that? Should we be quiet like how they always say offense under construction? Be quiet. Should we be quiet for the defense, for them to be able to communicate too? Because it just seems to me that the 
it, it just seems to me like they can't, can't they can't communicate in the Superdome for some reason. And they make these sorry quarterbacks, these mediocre quarterbacks, look like the second coming of Joe Montana. Meanwhile, you'll go up against Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and make them look like they stony case Scott Mitchell or uh, or Steve DeBerg or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just don't make any sense. Somebody please make sense. For, you know, somebody please make some sense of that to me because I do not understand it. I do not understand it at all. You know, I mean, it, it just doesn't make sense. And it, and it ticks you off. It takes you off because they are so good. And I will say this, though. If the Saints make the playoffs, it should be interesting because they will have to be on their P's and Q's every single game. You know, it's not the issue when they go up against elite competition. Like, they play the Titans next week. I expect for them to play really well versus the Titans. Why? Because the Titans are a contender. The Titans are a playoff team. The Titans are a team that People are picking to win the AFC South. So I expect for the Saints to go in and beat them in Nashville. But when you go up against the Giants, when you go up against the Jets, when you go up against a struggling 49ers team in the past, when you go up against all these other things, for some apparent reason, they can't win. I I, I just don't understand it. I just don't get it. I, I don't get it. And it makes you even madder when you watch them on, on a national stage make the arguably the best quarterback of all time look like the most mediocre quarterback of all time. Saints 01. Our receivers will get better. Bad day at the office. <sighs> New quarterback throwing to them. We, we did bounce back. <clears throat> Showing me we have a lot of heart and talent and we think or we don't uh, more Ingram plays. Uh, Saints 01. Um, I disagree. I'm sorry. That, that it ain't no bad day at the office. Somebody, like, come on, man. Like, I, I, I wish I had some stats up on the screen. These guys aren't good. Like, I was just, I'm just being serious, okay? If anybody's waiting with pins and needles and wishing, hoping, and praying that these guys just channel their inner Antonio Brown, Megatron, uh, Jerry Rice, John Taylor, uh, Marvin Harrison. It ain't happening, okay? I mean, if they're talking about a bad day at the office, they have a bad day at the office every week, okay? Like every week. Okay, they dropped passes yesterday. Okay. Weeks before that, they couldn't get open. They couldn't get separation. They letting guys that are undrafted free agents, guys that probably was working at Best Buy or your local 24-hour Planet Fitness as trainers, come into the game being signed off teams and jam them up. It ain't a bad day at the office, Saints 01. It, 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 look, if it, it, it ain't just a bad day at the office. The whole office is in shambles, man, because every single week when we need a play from these wide receivers, we ain't getting it. And it's too few and far in between. It shouldn't be like a loony eclipse. Uh, it shouldn't be like a Bigfoot sighting or Loch Ness monster sighting. It shouldn't be like that. It should be consistency. You cannot win consistently or games that matter with this wide receiver court and your running back leading the team in rushing and in catches. It is not 
happening. Now, if it happens from time to time, cool. But I think we all can say that Elvin Kamara is probably the best running back and receiver on this Saints team right now. Now, you can throw Deontay Harris in there. I won't throw him in that pile because he's, he's, he's really good. If he was a little bit taller, if he was a baller, if he had a girl, you know what I'm saying, he can call her. But at the end of the day, he's probably the best wide receiver that you have on the team, okay? But, it, it, man, that, there's no hope for this, man. They need something to pop off, all right? They need something to pop off. They need something to happen because this wide receiver core ain't it, though, like, for real. Like, we we wishing that these guys going to come through. They not. They not, man. They, they not coming through. They might catch a pass every now and then. They might catch, you know what I'm saying, get a couple plays, and you have y'all coming back here talking about CTJ, they can get it done. But, boy, when it matters most, watch, okay? I'm just I'm just telling you. I ain't about to get my heart broken. I, I know what it is. I'm a, I can sit back. I'm going to chill. You know what I'm saying? They make plays. I'm rooting for them because they play for the team. But I'm just letting you know, these boys ain't it. I love the swagger and character of our team, but we've had uh, to eat our words more often than not this season. Well, look, the Saints are <clears throat> like for some of my for some of my church folk out there. All right, some of y'all probably heard the reference of a uh, full body of Christ. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? A, a full body. The Saints are a full body. You know what I'm saying? It's a full body of the Saints. Okay. There's no, like, the Saints have no identity right now, right? When Drew Brees was here, we knew that the Saints aerial attack and get the ball down the field, not toward the twilight of his career, but that was their calling card, the aerial attack, right? The Saints have no identity. If the offense, defense, special teams is not working as a cohesive unit, they're not winning, right? They need help from the defense, maybe generating a turnover, a sack, for field position. They need the running game in order to establish the pass, and they need receivers to catch the ball. Nothing can lack for the New Orleans Saints. At this particular point, you got to basically play almost perfect football in order for you to win these football games. And you cannot have these type of penalties. You cannot be out of position on the defensive side of the football. You can't be missing tackles, and you damn sure can't be dropping the ball. I mean, they need each other. They feed off each other. You have some teams, (coughs) if they got a good quarterback, they're always going to be in the game. They got a good running back like Tennessee, you know what I'm saying, when Derrick Henry was in. You you can win with that, you know what I'm saying, with the smash mouth uh, offense. But when you don't have, when you don't, when you're a team that doesn't have an identity and you're going through a transition, you need everybody to be involved. You need all hands on deck. It's like a five-man basketball team, right? You got the guy, the big tall guys under the rim that can catch rebounds. You got the shooting guard that probably can pull up from three. You got the point guard that can that can distribute to the small forwards in order to generate some points. That is what the Saints are right now. They're a five-man whole court team right now, and everybody has to play their position. And if guys don't play their position, they're going to lose. It's just as simple as that. They are going to lose. We don't have the Drew. We don't have Drew Brees to be able to erase deficit after deficit. Now, Trevor Simeon yesterday. If if we haven't learned one thing about Trevor, we see that he can illustrate a comeback right? He can illustrate a comeback. Now, Jameis didn't get that opportunity. Do I think that Jameis could have done it? Yes, I do. I feel like he could have brought the team back, but we didn't see that. So for people that might have their reservations about Trevor Simeon, at least you know that he can illustrate a comeback. He came back from 18 points down. Wasn't it for Cordell Patterson ran past Paulson the Debo for 62 yards and set up a cool uh, field goal? So 
if we don't have anything going, at least we have that going. All right. So it just the Saints need to work together as a cohesive unit. If they don't, they are going to lose. They don't have an identity. When you don't have an identity, you have to rely on other others in order for you to be successful. Uh, Jules uh, said the Baltimore Ravens need all of the help we can get. I'm not used to everyone throwing 30 points up on us every week. Well, they can have a lot to do with y'all secondary. I think Marcus Peters not being there is huge. Um, he's a guy who can, uh, you know, get a get a couple uh, interceptions. <clears throat> also, you have a couple more injuries in the secondary, you know, that y'all sustained during preseason. So, I, you know, it, it, it's not it's not a you know something that we're all used to, where we know that the Baltimore Ravens' calling card uh, is their defense, right? You know, and also just a smash mouth running game, you know, but. Um, you got a lot of young players on that team, man, and they're, they're going through a little bit of a transition. And when you don't have like those seasoned veterans out there, you know, to be able to create some stops in the secondary, it's going to create some problems. But, you know, the Ravens are the Ravens. I think they're going to bounce back. That loss was a lot on the defense for not stopping Matt Ryan in that uh, shoddy offense. Uh, but moving forward, we got the Texans next week, I believe uh yeah I, I will look i will say the defense okay the defense definitely has to step up especially since they are the catalyst of this team right now and they can't fall off they can't have a bad week you know like it is not like how it was back then like when you had drew Brees, you know drew Brees can illustrate a comeback he can erase some of the things that the defense lacked they don't have that opportunity they don't have that advantage anymore they don't so these guys have to step up and do what they have to do. It is on the defense. You know, they they did allow a lot of plays down the field, a lot of uh, big splash plays. They were able to stop the run. You know, Mark, uh, Mike Davis and uh, Cadell Patterson were the, you know, were, the, were the guys that were running the football for the Falcons. They stopped the run. It was just a passing game. And uh, don't, don't think that the Tennessee Titans aren't looking at that. You know, the Saints are being tested down the field. So, I'm gonna be honest with you. They they give up big chunk plays. If, if if you have not noticed, the Saints do give up big old chunk plays. They don't they don't give up none of that real short stuff. You know what I'm saying? But if you can get behind these boys, they will. They are susceptible to get beat. So that's something that they definitely have to work on. But defense, they definitely have to step it up. But uh, you know, but the offense too, man. These wide receivers. I mean, think about this, man. The Saints were 37 percent this season on third down. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like on fourth down, you had an opportunity where Adam Troutman, he dropped the ball. On third down, you had an opportunity to sustain a drive and keep a drive going. And I want to say, I want to say Harris dropped the ball. You had a crossing route in which uh, you know, Callaway actually beat his guy by a few yards. He couldn't hold on to the football. You had Kenny Stills, you know what I'm saying? With a he, he drew a deep pass down a, the left hash, you know what I'm saying? That he could have caught and he dropped it. So there's a lot of plays in this game. If the Saints could have made, we could have been talking about a completely different story. But, you know, between the defense uh, waiting too long in order for them to, uh, you know, get settled and the uh, offensive players, you know, that the Saints have in a wide receiver and the tight end dropping the football, I mean, it, it, it was pretty rough. You struggle versus the garbage team, but want to play when it comes to the contenders. That's BS, man. Football is football. The team is coming to beat you, period. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, like that's the reason why, you know, you shouldn't read into your own press clippings. You're never as good as people say you are, and you're never as bad as people say you are. I'm say that again. You're never as good as people say you are. You're never as bad as people say you are. 
if you start believing that you're as good as they say you are, then you know you're going to have your guard down and you're going to be susceptible to getting beat, which the Saints have done. And they play down to their competition. Like I'm being serious. Like if you want to, if you want somebody to sugarcoat it, please find another podcast. The Saints play down to their competition. You can tell the way they tackle. You can tell the way they they guard. You can tell the passion. You can tell the energy of the team. I mean, it is what it is. You know, they play down to their competition. Because if you didn't, you know, then what in the world are you in a dogfight with the New York Giants for? When the New York Giants didn't even have Kenny, I want did Kenny Galladay play? I don't even think he played. I don't think Slayton played. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have Sterling Shepard. You know what I'm saying? You was out there was out there with John Ross and um, you know what I'm saying, and Tony. You know what I'm saying? And, and Tony, you know what I'm saying, he's extremely elusive. You know what I'm saying? Very underrated, but uh, but still, man, like they were out there, and ain't even know Saquon Barkley was gonna play. They ain't even know if he was gonna play or not. But they go out there into the Superdome, may I add, and they beat you. And then Sam Donald, who looked like absolute slow. I mean, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? He, he got wide receivers looking at him sideways on the sidelines. You know what I'm saying? Robbie Anderson looked like he won't, he, won't, he won't steal off on him. But these are the guys that you lose to. Guys that don't even, in some ways, don't even need to be starting quarterbacks. You know, like, it, it's it's ridiculous, man. They're, the Saints are the most, uncon, I mean, inconsistent team ever I've ever seen. Like, they, they, they are so inconsistent. And, and, and that's the most frustrating thing about being a fan of the Saints. It's not look if they lose, like if they lose, okay, it's just not their day. But when they come back next week and they play like world beaters with against a team that people picking as Super Bowl contenders and they beat them, or the team that won the Super Bowl and they beat them, it just makes you mad. Like, where was this energy versus the Giants? Where was this against Carolina? What are you doing in a dogfight versus the Falcons, a team that is trying to figure it out? You know, those teams are going to come in a fight. You beat them up and you win and you go on to the next week and you face a contender with that same type of enthusiasm. I just don't get it, man. I don't understand why. I don't understand why the New Orleans Saints just constantly play down to their competition. You know, and like I said, I mean, I know the Falcons were motivated. I mean, the Saints have won six out of the last seven games. I know they wanted to beat the Saints. It means a lot to Arthur Blank, their owner. Arthur Smith, he's a first time head coach. So beating the Saints uh, means a lot, you know what I'm saying? Especially for job security so i get it but you know man the saints are better than them and they should have played like yesterday but they didn't sean payton fault y'all glowing around the issue tj you keep saying there's bad but sean payton didn't address that at all it's his fault look i'm not i'm not glowing around no issue i'm not glowing around no issue if we i mean come on man like are we new to the show, Eugene? I mean, I, I just went on a show and did a podcast last week, and I talked about how how Dennis Allen bailed out Sean Payton for his play call. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I talk about Sean Payton on this show. Now, I don't know what the, the narrative is. I assume people talking about how, you know, some members of the media give him softball questions, but not him, okay? Not what, not what I got something to say. In this particular game, it wasn't Sean Payton's fault that they lost. It, it, it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? The game plan, the execution of the game plan was pretty doggone good, but Sean Payton can't catch the ball for these dudes. He can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, he only can put them in a position where they can succeed, and they did, and they didn't catch the football. 
All right. If we're talking about wide receivers, okay. Let, the only thing that you can say is the whole Michael Thomas situation. Were you talking to Michael Thomas? Did you know where Michael Thomas' head was at? Did you know that he was thinking about not getting surgery? Did you know he didn't get surgery? Like, what, what was going on here? So <clears throat> I'm not going to completely look at it from, from that particular standpoint because I assume that Sean Payton thought that his uh, Michael Thomas was going to be here and maybe that would have made the wide receiver group more formidable because you have a true number one, all right? So I'll leave it at that. So the fact that Michael Thomas isn't here makes things look a little bit worse, okay? And even if, you know what I'm saying, Michael Thomas gets the surgery, people telling you, well, he should be back in the next five to six weeks. Well, okay, we can hold him off, you know what I'm saying? He'll be back past the bye week, but he's in, he end up being out for the season. So it's hard for me to, like, blame him for this situation. If we want to talk about play calling, if, you know what I'm saying, in, in bad situations, yes. But in this particular game against the Falcons, not this time, okay? I, I can't just sit up here and just talk about Sean Payton when it when it you know he doesn't deserve to be talked about. I mean he can't catch the ball for these for these uh I won't call them losers but these bad wide receivers. Uh, Skilo, thank you very much for two dollars. Says thanks for reminding me that I still matter. <laughs> I wish I was a little bit taller. Wish I was above. <laughs> if we don't get the receivers going, we will be uh, missing a running back. Yep. It's as simple as that, because they're going to run your boy to the ground. Uh, T-Money uh, Sizzle didn't have a bad game, and they uh, calling for his head. Yeah, they calling for his head because they, uh, they won't taste him here. You know, they won't taste him here. That, like, I don't know, I'm going to just be real with you. This is how some of, this is how some of these uh, Taysom Hill supporters watching the game. Watching the game, you know, watching Trevor Simeon throw a ball down the field. Tries to get the ball to uh, Traquan Smith, drop. Hmm. Tries to get the ball to uh, Kenny Stills, drop. Overthrow somebody. Oh, man, look at that. Man, put Taysom in. Put Taysom in. Put him in. That, that's, what they, that's what they do. They wait. You know what I'm saying? They wait for him to make a mistake. Man, Taysom, Taysom is not all that. I mean, I'm just, I'm just being serious. Taysom is not a good quarterback. He's not. He, I, I don't see what I don't understand why people just think that this dude just gonna change the fortunes of the New Orleans Saints. Y'all watch Kyler Murray and you watch uh Lamar Jackson, and all of a sudden, y'all just automatically think that Taysom Hill fits that mode. Taysom Hill ain't it at quarterback. If Taysom Hill is the answer, change the damn question. I'm just being serious. Do y'all really honestly think, and, and like honestly. Do y'all really honestly think that the Saints are going to go to the Super Bowl with Taysom Hill as their quarterback? You are out of your mind. Seriously. Taysom Hill in a couple plays? Yes. Throwing the ball? Yes. Down after down? Absolutely not. I don't, I don't get this. I, I, I don't get this, this, this love affair with Taysom Hill. Like, I don't get it at the quarterback position. Swiss Army, I can understand it. Okay? Doing all the things. Eight men. Being a power back, uh, catching a ball as a tight end. I get all that. Throwing the football consistently. What have y'all seen? Like, seriously, what have y'all seen from Taysom Hill to make you believe that this dude is going to lead the Saints anywhere? Like, seriously. 
Like, like that, I'm dead serious. Like, what have y'all seen? Y'all see Lamar Jackson, you see Kyler Murray, and you think he can do it too? You're insane. Like, I'm serious. You're absolutely insane. If you think that Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, and Taysom Hill are in the same conversation, y'all are high if you think that. Seriously. And I like Taysom Hill. But for all the people out there that try to make it, Oh, making it bad and, and criticizing Trevor Simeon like it's just his fault. You know what I'm saying? That the Saints lost. Look, maybe next week if he throws two or three interceptions, maybe we can have this conversation. But as of right now, if you're talking about Taysom Hill starting over Trevor Simeon, you're just a Taysom Hill supporter and you want desperately for him to start because there is nothing that I've seen from Trevor Simeon. And you can talk about the, the fumble, but newsflash for all my for all my Taysom Hill supporters out there, Taysom Hill fumbled the ball quite a bit itself when he was a starting quarterback. I mean, we don't want to talk about that, though, huh? We don't want to talk about him turning the ball over 10 times, you know what I'm saying, last season. No, we don't want to talk about that, though. We don't need to talk about that. But we'll throw Jameis Winston turning the ball over left and right. But you want to replace him with a guy that in a minimum role, you know what I'm saying, and maybe like four to five games as a starter had 10 turnovers. But you want to talk to me about him need to start over Trevor Simeon because he threw two straight passes. Miss me with that nonsense. And the people are like, well, you should have kept him in. You should have kept him in. He was rolling. Bruh, how many times have we seen Drew Brees come into a game, be cooking, throwing the ball where it needed to be? All of a sudden, let's pull out, let's pull out Drew, put in Taysom. And Taysom run up the middle or something like that for a couple yards. And then Drew comes back in and he throws a touchdown. How many times do we see that? But all of a sudden, it's the greatest thing going because he threw two passes in a row. Hooray. As if it was Trevor Simeon fault that these boys had Orville Redenbacher and Goose Grease on their hands all, all game long. Knock it off, man. Wait till next week. If Trevor Simeon goes out there and he plays flat and he plays like slow, then we can have this conversation. Then we can talk about maybe, you know what I'm saying, making an adjustment. But still, even if that's the case, I am going to go into a game if we count on Taysom Hill to lead us to victory and lead us to the promised land with very little optimism. Seriously. Like, I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't, I do not get it. Like, I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand what people see, like, as if this dude, like, like the, the, the people just let that Steve Young narrative ringing their head and all of a sudden now they think they got steve young on the sideline knock it off uh people excited because Taysom hill threw two passes and now he's aaron Rodgers. <laughs> these fans need to stop y'all forgot who trevor <laughs> throwing to trash straight trash Taysom credibility with the receivers and the energy he brings with tempo is what makes him shiny uh sean payton said after the game the reason we didn't get more Taysom is because uh, the ace design plays were further in the playbook this week. We didn't get there until third quarter. Maybe mix him in a little more. Uh, that that tells you every that tell you everything you need to know. Uh, Tyler, thank you, thank you for that. <clears throat> and with that statement, I want everybody to read that. I'm gonna leave it up on the screen. This tells you everything that you need to know. There's a certain package for him, and because the game got out of hand. They had to put it in the back, back of the playbook. Question, question to everybody out there. If he is that dude, if he's that guy, if he that quarterback, if he built for tough, 
Did somebody tell me in the midst of an 18-point uh, deficit, why isn't he being mixed into the offense? I'll wait. If he is that guy, right? If he's a quarterback and he has a rapport with the receivers and he has credibility and he can generate energy and he can do all these different things, right? Why is it that his plays are on the back of the playbook? He's not at quarterback. He's not throwing a football at all. Somebody please explain that to me. I would like to know. Because if he is as good as y'all making him out to be, if he is that dude, if he has this rapport with these receivers, if he's generating this type of energy, somebody please tell me when they down 18, why didn't I see Taysom Hill? That's all I want to know. Why didn't I see him? Why didn't I see him, man? Like, seriously, if he's that instrumental to what the Saints can do at the quarterback position, why didn't we see him when the Saints were down 18? Why were we seeing Trevor Simeon methodically throw the ball down the field? Why were we seeing that? Somebody please explain to me. I would like to know. And when you have that answer, feel free to put it down into the comments because that tells you everything that you need to know about Taysom Hill. If they... (laughs) If they believe Taysom Hill can facilitate this comeback, he would have been involved. And he was not. Goose grease and coleslaw probably taste nasty. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, we need Odell. Look, we need somebody. You know, we need Odell Beckham. You know, we need a receiver like him, you know, that can demand a double team. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That can... That can get off of you know what i'm saying get off of a jam we need something you know but you know people are talking about odell beckham and i, I have to say man they, they do raise a good point here um uh, odell beckham you know like since that one hand snag he has not really been that receiver that everybody thought that he was going to be i mean now you can say he was dealing with some injuries and stuff like that in the past but uh he he has not given you you know what i'm saying like you know consistency these last few years you know basically he's been living off namesake and one hand snags and circus catches at the beginning of the game now do i think that he's better than anything we got up in this room it's not saying much here you know what i'm saying like i probably can find a dude at the park right now that can get off a jam but uh i mean but he's much better than what we have in this room so the the, the fact that the saints are indeed desperate for a wide receiver and a playmaker you know I mean, beggars can't be choosers at this point. Beggars can't be choosers. Let's see. Ray Ray says, all wide receivers and tight ends need to stay one or two hours after practice to get better at catching. I don't think you can help that, man. I don't see no dogs out there. I see one dog, and that's Deontay Harris. I don't see no dogs. I I don't see no dogs out there at receiver but Deontay Harris. I mean, as small as this dude is, this dude like 5'7", 175. Dude's hitting him in the chest. He bouncing off, you know what I'm saying, getting yards after the catch. This dude, like, if you give, if if you had Marquez Callaway's height and Deontay, and Deontay Harris' ability, you'll have yourself a number one receiver. He's the only dog that they have on this team. He's the only dude out there that I feel like every single week goes out there and gives it all. The rest of them dudes, man, they too finesse, they too vanilla, soft as cotton candy. You know what I'm saying? They ain't really going out there, really giving it they all. They fundamental. They, you know what I'm saying? They one, two, buckle my shoe routes. You know what I'm saying? They thinking in their head, one, two, 
three, turn around. Like, like man, where, where the dogs at? That's what I want to know. Where the dog, where the dudes that's like, man, I'm going to catch this by any means necessary. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to dog you out. Where them dudes at? Where they at? Because I don't see them, man. I see one dog on the team and, and, and a bunch of and a bunch of puppies. You know what I'm saying? That, that's what I see right now. A bunch of guys that's afraid to go out there and make a play. Okay? They need to be like T.O. Who going to make a play? I can. You know what I'm saying? Man, where the playmakers at? Okay? I mean, too few and far in between. Like, you'll see Marquez Callaway catch a, like, an unbelievable catch every now and then. But it's too few and far in between. He'll catch that one pass, and then you won't ever hear from him again. Okay? I mean, come on, man. Like, like we can't have this type of production at the receiver position and think we're going to do something. And I, like I said, man, look, Callaway, I like him. But he's – he look, <laughs> he's a rotation guy. Like, seriously. He, like, he's not a – down in, down out, tight wide receiver. Somebody, and if and if you believe that he is, if you believe wholeheartedly that he is, please pre-prove to me that he deserves what I'm deserves to be out there on the field consistently. Because I ain't seeing it. I, I, all I see is a guy that'll give you a catch or two, which that's that's the role he's supposed to have. But to have him in a game. I think he took what seventy eight percent of the snaps late uh, yesterday. If I'm looking at that that sheet, you know what I'm saying according to what I've seen on Twitter, you know, like one of the Saints reporters, seventy eight percent. No, I'm I'm sorry, eighty six percent. Facts, man. No dog, no dogs, none, none. Not not a soul self Harris. That's it. That, that's it that, that's all they got but i want to take this time to thank the fine folks at manscape.com the official sponsor of the state of the saints podcast uh they have a new shampoo and conditioner and body wash that is available right now uh they sent it to me uh this past weekend and i tested it out man i have to say i'm very impressed uh i'm really you know what I'm saying is really you know what I'm saying a good product if you go to manscape.com use the promo code state of saints uh, you will save 20% off of the shampoo and conditioner, the body wash, and many other Manscaped products. Once again, manscaped.com, uh, and also use the promo code State of Saints. Let's get back to the comments. Ramsey says, so uh, what's up, TJ? Uh, how you been? My opinion on the game yesterday, we had zero receivers. Trevor Simeon can do all he can. We had zero receivers. We're not really going for uh, this year, honestly. Well, I won't say we ain't gonna go far, because I do think we have a team that can make it. Uh, you know, make it to the playoffs. I don't think that we like the Bears or some of these other teams that struggle, because we have a uh, because we have Sean Payton as a head coach and we have Dennis Allen who's calling really good plays defensively. But you know, you can't have games like this, man. You got to be able to win these home games. <clears throat> I mean, the Saints are winning more games away than at home, and that's a problem for me. Uh, you you got to be able to protect your, your home turf. And the Saints have not done that. And that, that's the most concerning thing to me is that they're not protecting the home turf. And, uh, you know, so you got to be able to win those games. You got to be able to win this because now you're in an even bigger, like you, you're almost at a point where you have to beat Tennessee. Like you got to beat them now. You know, you went into the game, you want to beat Tennessee if you would have beat the Falcons, you know, but if you would have lost, if you would have lost this game, wouldn't have been as bad because first it's in the AFC. Now you you lose two games in your division, both NFC depo- opponents. 
So when it gets time for the playoffs uh, positions and scenarios, you can be on the outside looking in because of games like this, losing to the Giants, losing to the Panthers, and losing to the Falcons, which the Falcons and the Panthers, you can kind of, you know, get a get a get back, you know, but, you know, you, you put yourself behind an eight ball, man, and that's something that you don't want. Uh, if we get OBJ, do you think he played this weekend? Uh, if we was to get him early, yes, but not on every play. They'll probably have some packages for him. Uh, nope. Uh, Adebo is the reason we lost. Peyton and Allen. Uh, put this man single on Patterson with no over the t- <laughs> over the top help. Same on our coaches. We should have won the game 27-24 like you stated, TJ. That's crazy, ain't it? Like that was like the first score. I said I want to say it was like thirty-one, seventeen, or something like that. But I said if, but we know the Saints don't always do right. And I said if they if they don't do right, they're gonna win twenty-four to seventeen, and they lost twenty-seven to twenty-five. So crazy. <laughs> Guess the Falcons get another uh, get another year to keep that all-time lead. Man, I don't care about that all-time lead. They can have it. The Saints have beaten the Falcons six out of eight times. That's good enough for me. Okay. And I'll be look, they deserve to win. Like I, 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 I can't stand the Falcons, and they can't stand us. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to you know what I'm saying all the the Falcon podcasters that I know out there. Some good solid dudes. They're just doing what I do. They got the same passion uh, that I have for the Saints. They do with their Falcons. They deserve to win this game yesterday. You know, like I can't even knock them. You know, like they 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 capitalized on what the Saints, uh, the mistakes the Saints made, and that's and they, and they executed. A really good game plan. And in some plays, the Saints were like really confused. So you got to give them credit. I'm sorry, Adebo is not the reason we lost. Look, um, I put it like I put it to you like this. Uh Cordell Patterson, being what oh what with posted Adebo wasn't a good thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm not going to completely blame Paulson Adebo. I mean, it was a lot of things that happened in this game. For them to even be in that point, be at that point. Now the play calling on that last play was trash. Okay, it was. I mean, you should have put some safety help over the top for that guy. I don't know. I want to say it was in cover three. That was that was. What the what the heck were you thinking? Uh, let's see. Apologies for being a party pooper, but feel free to press uh, the thumbs up when uh when may please add and thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you, man. Look, if you're enjoying the state of Saints podcast, do your boy a favor. Uh, go ahead and put a thumbs up. And I, I feel like it's appropriate at this time since we're talking about this. Uh, we're still donating money to the to the uh, Conaway family. Uh, some of you already know about this. Uh, you can donate uh, to the Conaway family. Um, we're giving the money to Charles Conaway, uh, his wife, Allison, uh, and their son, uh, Alex, the six-month-old that Charles is holding, uh, uh, tragically uh, died in a car crash. They were hit by a drunk driver. Uh, it's two uh, younger daughters that you're showing a picture they're in the ICU right now uh, so they're they're kind of fighting for you know I, I want to say that they're they're a little bit more stable than they were a couple days ago which is good uh, but the brother is running between ICU bed and ICU bed checking on his two daughters I mean he lost his his newborn son and his wife you know what I'm saying who I was uh, friends with in college you know I was really good friends with her uh, just raising money for the brother uh, the link is down in the description you can hit that link Look, I'm not asking nobody to donate a million gazillion dollars or anything like that. Like, if you can donate, you know, you know, a dollar, two dollars. We're raising the money right now. We're trying to get a thousand dollars raised uh, for the Conaway family. So, 
we're almost at our goal. I want to say last time I checked, where it's like at maybe like five hundred and sixty dollars we've raised. Uh, so we want to reach that that reach that thousand dollar goal. So uh, with your help, we can we can reach that goal. So want to raise that money for the Cottaway family. Blessings to that brother, um, his family during this time, and we want to lift that brother up, man. Let him know that they got people in his in this uh, community, uh, you know that they care about him. So rest in peace to Allison, her son Alex. Uh, they're gonna be missed, man. That girl was a beautiful spirit, man. Beautiful spirit, kind person, and really smart too, man. I want to say, man, she had like a 3.8, 3.9 GPA in college. Uh, let's see. I'm not going to trash my team at all. Penalties and some drop balls, and our defense killed it for us. Uh, Steals uh, showed his ability. Smith had a killer catch. Harris proven he has uh, be that dude. I believe. Look, it's not about trashing the dudes. And yes, you know what I'm saying. There are times. You know what I'm saying? When I'm going to lift them up. But at the end of the day, that ain't going to make me. <laughs> what they said, they ain't going to make me ish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, look, we got to call it for what it is, man. Like, these dudes ain't doing it. What they, they ain't doing their job, man. I don't feel like that's, I don't feel like that's you being less of a, of a Saints fan because you're calling out the obvious. Okay. If you, okay. I put it to you like this. If your son is running, right. Or your daughter is running and they, and they slow. You know what I'm saying? Like they take off, they running. You know what I'm saying? Kid chopping. They running all slow and stuff like that. Like, I mean, they slow. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you gonna be like, I ain't going to not tell my, I ain't going to do that to my kid. If they, if they can't run fast, they can't run fast. But you can help them. You know what I'm saying? Okay, son. You know what I'm saying? Maybe your form is a little bit bad. You know what I'm saying? I can help you. You know what I'm saying? If you, if, you know what I'm saying? You arch your back. You know what I'm saying? And run. You know what I'm saying? You get a little bit more speed. You know what I'm saying? Like you can work on them, help them get faster. Or you just going to let them sit there and just be like, oh, I, well, I know they're not running. They're not running that fast, but. I'm not gonna tell them nothing, man. Bump that. This this wide receiver group is horrible. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're not good. Like, how, how many weeks do we have to see these dudes not performing? Seriously, like, how many weeks? I mean, I look. I cannot. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, and I'm not saying this about you, Saints or one, but I cannot be a delusional fan. I'm, I mean, I just can't. Like I, I just can't. I, I do not feel that my fandom is conjoined with the fact of me being quiet when it comes to exposing my team's imperfections. I was watching Jackson State play against uh, Texas Southern this past weekend, right? And in the first quarter, Shadur Sanders, the quarterback of Jackson State, Deion Sanders' son, was inaccurate. They had four trips to the red zone. He had two wide open receivers that he completely overthrew. My comment on the post, Shadur Sanders is inaccurate. He's missing wide open receivers. Everybody from Jackson State want to jump on TJ. Man, you ain't no real fan. You only been here for, uh, I'm like, they, they get into these groups and they just think that just because you ain't in a group that they in makes it seem like you just came overnight. Not realizing that your boy had been talking sports for years, right? But because I wasn't in that group that expressed that, oh, I just came overnight. All I'm saying is, I don't care if you're the Saints, I don't care if you're Jackson State, LSU, or whatever team that I cheer for. Anything that you're doing that is not right, just because I'm a fan of yours, does not mean that you're beyond reproach. And just because you're a fan of the team 
does not mean that you can't pick out the obvious or criticize some things that have consistently, notice I said consistently, gone wrong. The Saints, for 10 weeks, have consistently had issues at the wide receiver position. Consistently. Now, if you want to talk about the secondary, it has not been consistent issues in the secondary. It has not been consistent issues with the tackling. It has not been consistent issues with stopping the run. But when it comes to the wide receiver group, how many weeks do we need to see that these dudes cannot get open? And when they get open, they're not doing their job. Like, come on, man. Like, what are we doing? Like, why are we in denial? Call it for what it is. That does, that does not make you any less of a fan. My fandom is not conjoined for me being quiet. And I feel like that's hypocritical. Because how, on one hand, can y'all be up, be up here criticizing the media going into the press conferences with Sean Payton and saying, well, they they asking softball questions. They just don't want to get on Sean Payton's bad side. But on the other hand, well, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to diss the team. I'm not going to diss them. They're they going to go out. No, 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 not here, <laughs> not here, not up in here. We, we call it for what it is up in here. And, and, and it's all love. When the Saints win, I'm going to give them their props. When they lose, I'm, I'm going to talk about the things that I saw. I still think if Trevor Simeon had a better receiving court, we could have won that game. And it's good that we're calling out the team's imperfection. Yeah. I mean, it makes you feel better. I, look, I don't want to be one of those grin and bear type people. Like, that's, like that, that's loser talk. Like, for real, that's, that's loser talk right there, man. Like, I'm not just happy to be here. Like, honestly, as a Saints fan, aren't y'all tired of being happy to be here? Like, seriously. Watching teams like Green Bay. Watching teams like Tampa Bay. Watching, you know what I'm saying, teams like Kansas City. Teams you know the, that the Saints can be. I'm like, I'm t- like, I am tired of just being here. Being happy to be at the party. Like, I'm, you know, like I'm happy, you know, just happy just walk up in there and drink, you know what I'm saying, and drink uh, mimosas, you know what I'm saying, off the little platter and eat hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying, with the toothpick. Like, I'm tired of being at the party. Like, sometimes I want the party to be for me, God doggy. I want the party to be for me. I don't I don't want to keep on walking up in this thing saying, yeah, man, my name is on the list, so let me walk on up in this thing. Look, I don't want to be, you know what I'm saying, just on the list. I want to be the guest of honor, God doggy. It is beyond just being there. I'm not happy to be here anymore, who that nation. I'm not. I and maybe you should feel this way too. Like the, the level of optimism that I have is not the same as years past. But I do want I do I don't want the Saints to beat themselves. I don't. I don't like if you lose, lose because that team just had your number. Not because you you got all these penalties. Not because you're dropping passes. Not because you're making boneheaded mistakes that you don't make consistently. I'm just tired of it, man. <clears throat> I'm tired of it. Again, TJ, it is a rebuilding here, so I don't see us going further than the playoffs, maybe, but we will get it, it there uh, eventually. Yeah, I mean, I, I, guess, I guess you can say that, but, man, they, they, they're winning games. They're beating some of the top-tier teams in the league. So I just can't say it's just rebuilding, man. Like, Rebuild teams don't just they they don't hit Tampa Bay in the mouth. 
they don't blow out Green Bay. They they don't do that. They they just don't, man. Like rebuild or the Jets when you got Robert Sala as your head coach and got Mike White as your quarterback because Zach Wilson is out. That's a rebuild. You know, rebuild can be the 49ers, you know what I'm saying? When Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance out there, you don't know which one gonna be a quarterback. That's a rebuild. A rebuild is Trevor Lawrence being your quarterback and you trying to find ways to win when you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's a rebuild. A rebuild is not a team that consists of levels of leadership on every single level with Cam Jordan, Demario Davis, Malcolm Jenkins, guys who have seen it all, done it all, understand plays, be able to dissect plays. It's not when you have a, a lockdown, shutdown corner and Marshawn Lattimore. It's not when you have a ball hawking safety like Marcus Williams. It's not when you have arguably the best running back in football in Alvin Kamara. And, and it's not when you have two all pro left and right tackles, respectively, and Teron Armstead and Ryan Ramchek. That is not a rebuild. That is not. Now, should the Saints, you know, do they need some help at other positions? Yes. But this is not a rebuilding team. Rebuild teams aren't as good as the Saints are. And that's the most frustrating thing to me. Why would we rebuild because of one person? Exactly. Let's see. And no interior pressure is a problem. We miss rankings. Well, they got Anyamata, you know what I'm saying? Anyamata is playing pretty well. And they're good at stopping the run. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're good at stopping the run. They've been doing a good job at that. So I'm starting to believe Pete Warner is playing better than Quan. He don't look as explosive since the injury. Uh... I think P1 has done a good job. I mean, he made that big stop on fourth down, I want to say. Uh, got them boys off the field. And, uh, yeah, I, I like P1 a lot. But, you know, Quan Alexander isn't bad. I mean, he, uh, you know, he was in coverage. <laughs> when he was in coverage, uh, it, you know, it got smoked. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, I, I still like Quan Alexander's fire, his passion. He did seal the deal last week versus Tampa with the sack. TJ, you ready to get this uh, to the offseason? Uh, no. No, I'm not ready to get this to the offseason. I'm just – I want the Saints to win. I think the Saints can make the playoffs. They got seven spots. There are not seven teams in the NFC are better than the Saints. They're not. <laughs> they're, like, they're not. Like, if they, they had six spots, I'd be a little bit nervous. But there are not seven teams in the, in the NFC that are better than the Saints. I'm sorry. Like, if the Saints could be five, six, or seven – Heck, some play, sometimes I feel like they three, one, three, two, and one, you know? So that don't bother me. Simeon ain't going to get us to the playoff, bro. Time to give Taysom Hill a shot, just like we gave Winston a shot. Simeon fumble killed us yesterday. So we looking at one play. We looking at one play that this dude did, and we saying that that's the reason. Man, I <laughs> Who that? CJ Garner Johnson out for the season? I don't know. Is he out for the season? I don't think he is. I don't think he uh, probably out for a few weeks. I don't see him being out for the season. Had <coughs> <coughs> yeah, the sinus issue. Uh, what do you think about uh, Beckham Jr., TJ? <coughs> Should be with the Saints since the Cleveland Browns are going to release him. I don't know. Depends on what he want to do. The crowd getting small at the dome. Simeon ain't going to put butts in the seats 
Gail should tell Sean to still uh Taysom Hill at quarterback moving forward. Man, I don't you think them boys care about putting butts in the seats? You know what I'm saying? Like if it comes to like just him coming out there, this dude is not a circus act. <laughs> Yo. And Taysom Hill, bruh. I, I I don't I don't get it. I, I don't get it. If we stick with Simeon, we ain't going to the playoffs. Need a dual threat quarterback like uh Hill as starter to keep up the rest of the NFC. Uh yeah, so he can throw those punts like Blake Gillikin down the field, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, so he can fumble the football. Like, like <laughs> this man had 10 turnovers in a four-game span. But all of a sudden, like all the Saints' problems are going to go away because he's Taysom Hill and because he gets on the field and run and and, and uses the, the you know what I'm saying the, with the truck button. All of a sudden, like all of a sudden, he'd answer it. Man, Taysom Hill is a quarterback, but he's not the answer. And if he's the answer, change the question. I'm I'm just being serious. Like there's nothing about like seriously. I do I just want people to tell me. What have you seen from Taysom Hill that could convince you that the Saints can go all the way with this dude? TJ, why don't you have a fullback blocking for Kamara on more plays? Are we going to uh, see Kamara and Ingram at the same time? I don't know if we're going to see that or not. I don't I don't know. I don't know if that's a part of their game plan, but they'll have to figure out something. Taysom Hill, I don't uh I don't want as a starter because he has a ball handling issue and he throws are too short. Uh, there are a lot of issues with Taysom. He's more of a Swiss army knife. People like Taysom Hill because, you know, because of the effort that he put towards, you know, Taysom Hill is to make the uh, make a wish kid of the new Orleans saints, right. Or, or the Rudy of the new Orleans saints. He's a guy who stuck around so long that we just automatically just think, Oh, we just need to give him a chance. Here's the reality of it. Like I, I'm, I, I want people to know this. Here's another little reality. This is a reality check for some of y'all. If Taysom Hill was as good as advertised, if Taysom Hill was as solid as y'all trying to make him out to be, the Saints would have rushed this dude back to be on the field over Trevor Simeon. Now think about this, folks. If there was a quarterback, like think about this. There was a quarterback competition in a preseason Jameis versus Taysom Taysom loses out to Jameis he becomes the backup quarterback right now that means that you're the number two guy that means that if the quarterback number one goes down you're supposed to be the guy to step up in his place Taysom end up getting hurt being out for a couple games misses practice right comes back you know say I want to say Thursday comes back Friday and isn't even really a part of the game plan. Has a package for him. So if Taysom Hill was as solid as y'all talking about, do you think, honestly, if he was be- that much better than Trevor Simeon, if he was that, and, and keep in mind, it's not like Trevor Simeon has been in the system for two years, right? So they're on a pretty much an equal playing field here. They both have terminology. They both understand the playbook. They both were backups. So they both had to learn and absorb the playbook. So if he's that much better than Trevor Simeon, why didn't he play? That, that's all I want to know. Why didn't he play? Why didn't he have more plays designed for him as a passer more so than being an H-back? Explain that to me. 
Explain that to me. Maybe because Taysom Hill isn't as good as y'all want him to be. Because he's not. Like, sorry, he's not. Is he is he good for certain plays? Yes. At the quarterback position? Yeah, probably. Short plays, short intermediate throws, RPO, run pass options? Yes. But it's not like he about to light it up. It's not like he about to, you know what I'm saying, like, like I don't see it. I don't I don't see anything in Taysom that I can't see from any other quarter backup quarterback that I've seen, besides the fact that he can run. Like, you know what I'm saying? What what is is it because it's an anomaly or something like that? Like, uh, you know, like you, you really don't see those many quarterbacks that's white that run fast. Like maybe that's you know, maybe that's what it is. Maybe y'all look at him as almost like a Jeremy Lin type guy, right? When Jeremy Lin was in New York, he was a Asian guy that can cross somebody up and lay up. Maybe y'all looking at Taysom Hill, white boy that can run the four three and draw and run somebody over like Peyton Hillis. Maybe that gets y'all all excited, and maybe y'all feel like that's what it takes to win a football game. But if you're playing a quarterback position, you got to be able to make all the throws. You got to be able to make all the throws. And, and Taysom Hill, God bless him, and I, I love the brother, love the energy, but he cannot make all the throws. He cannot. The only reason you're bringing Taysom Hill into a game at this particular point is, you know, you try to make the fans excited. And this dude is not a rodeo circus clown. Dude is a football player. Now we gonna uh, stomp the Titans. Decent. Why it was a surprise to be if we go to Tennessee and win and then lose in Philly? Yeah, that, that's the Saints. The great white hole. <laughs> uh, uh, is he not a stud on our team, whatever position he plays? Why are we hating on him? I'm all for Trevor uh, as a starter. I'm just saying the Saints fans are real on the hate towards him. I find it crazy. Ain't nobody hating on Hill. Ain't nobody hating on Hill. It's just, it just people don't like what we're saying. Yeah, they don't like what I'm saying. I ain't hating on him. Do I want him to be out there on the field doing those things he do? Yes, because he's better at it. Man, think, think about this. Taysom Hill has made more money doing what he's doing on the field than he would have ever made as a quarterback. Like, I, I, I dare anybody to deny that. If Taysom Hill didn't have the skill set that he possesses, he would not be making $16 million. Seriously, he is not going to be making that type of money holding the clipboard. This dude has made more money doing what he's doing than he would have ever made as a quarterback. Seriously. If you put Taysom Hill out on the street right now, like seriously, if you put Taysom Hill out on the street right now, do you honestly think that this dude about to get top dollar for being a quarterback? he he's not he's a really good football player he can make some throws at the quarterback as a quarterback you know what i'm saying like in, in some of those trickery plays he can throw the ball down the field you know what i'm saying but he cannot throw the deep ball he is not accurate he does not make really good decisions you know what i'm saying with his timing at, at, at times and you know it, it is what it is and if he is good as people say he is then we wouldn't even be having this conversation. There would be no Trevor Simeon starting because they would have rushed them back because they would have been like, man, we need to get Taysom ready because, you know, we're going to be in trouble if Trevor out here. You know, the only, the only knock that you can have on Trevor Simeon today, I'm talking about this day, November 8th, is, you know, that he's not Taysom Hill. Maybe another game if he throw a bunch of interceptions, then you can have that talk. 
But if you want Taysom Hill to start over Trevor Simeon on this day, you just want Taysom Hill in because you like him. Now, if, if Trevor come out there and he, he stinks it up the next you know, few weeks, which honestly, in my in my humble estimation, if you if you want to be real, wouldn't that surprise me if Taysom Hill start this week? Wouldn't surprise me. I would not be surprised if Taysom Hill starts this week. I, I mean, it would not surprise me at all. Wouldn't be the smartest decision because of what he can do, you know, with all these different roles, but it wouldn't surprise me if he starts. Nobody, nobody said that Trevor Simeon, you know, was going to be the permanent starter. Nobody said that. I mean, maybe it has something to do with the time frame of Taysom Hill returning to practice. I and mean, who knows? So who, I mean, you don't know if he ain't going to start or not. He just didn't start in this game. <clears throat> Taysom Hill is on his dual threat track. He is a uh, nut starter. Uh, let's see. He has such a short arm worse than Drew Brees did at his old age. And even I love Drew Brees uh, to my heart. Uh, I got to call it as it is. Like, I like I like Taysom, but you got to call it for what it is. Hill is not the starting quarterback, period. Uh, Taysom is not a full-time starter. That's why Jameis started over him. Like you said, TJ, if Sean and the coaching staff wanted Taysom as a starter, he would have been a starter in a discussion. I mean, I think we all can agree that Jameis Winston better than Taysom at the quarterback position. I, I think we all can agree with that, rather you like Jameis or not. Um, all, all I'm saying is, I mean, you see a Taysom Hill, I, I just see a regular everyday backup quarterback. That's what I see. That can run. That that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the like that that's the only kind. Of, <clears throat> that's the only thing going on. Taysom Hill is a is a is a quarterback that can run. Like that that that's that's the <laughs> that's what it like. There's nothing else about Taysom Hill that people can make an argument about, besides the fact that he's a running quarterback that he can run. That you know, that, and that's just what it is. Like. That, that it can't be because of his passing. It, it can't be. It, it, it can't be. Uh, is it true that we're trying to trade for Teddy Bridgewater? Yes, that was true. We did call for Teddy B. Uh, didn't work out. And uh, congratulations to Teddy Bridgewater knocking off them sorry, pathetic cowboys. Uh, we need to get a package where Hills throws to himself. <laughs> I think people are like that then. I think they'll like that then. Uh, sh- uh, Sean Payton started the Taysom Hill mess. Uh, just needs to go with a traditional quarterback. We got two running backs and run the ball. Well, look, man, I ain't got no problem with him using Taysom Hill or even giving Taysom Hill a shot. It's only fair. But if you give him a fair shot and he doesn't knock it out the park, what can you do? TJ, these Taysom Hill <laughs> uh, cronies uh, is uh, really sticking. They're trying to make him another Steve Young, which is sad. And he is not a starter in this league. Bottom line, anyone wants to uh, debate, come on. Look, I ain't trying to turn this into a, a, a Taysom Hill slander party. I'm not, you know. I, I like. I, I just don't see what other people see in him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Saints are just going to, you know, you know, just turn it around. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they just going to – he's just going to take the NFL by storm, league MVP type. Like, I just don't – I don't get it. Like, I, I don't understand it. Like, I, I get excited, too, when he dropped the shoulder. You know, so I get excited, too, when he breaking four and five tackles. But that, like, one don't have anything to do with the other. 
I, I, I don't see what other people see as a quarterback. Like from a quarterback standpoint, as a player standpoint, yes, you got me there. But as a quarterback, like TJ objectively saying what a player is capable of is not hate. Criticism sounds like hate to those who hate criticism. That's true. And like I said, man, people, like I'm not here to try to denounce or demean any Taysom Hill supporters. All I'm saying is from my particular standpoint, and maybe because, you know, I'm behind a microphone, my voice sounds loudest, but I'm not trying to knock anybody. You know, like if you like Taysom, cool. If you you want him to start, cool. I just don't see what is so different that he will bring besides the fact that he can actually run. Don't say he'll will start. No, that takes a ton of our offense. Please, Sean uh, Trevor has proven he is low key good at quarterback. Saint Saint so one, like I said, it wouldn't surprise me because of this fact right here. It's the fact uh, that he was promised, you know, what I'm saying a fair competition. He lost the competition, so by according to the depth chart, he should be the number two. But I will say this though. Sean Payton better be careful with how he handles this quarterback situation because um, you might see Taysom Hill lead the Saints next year, you know, because they were in a competition. He did lose the competition, but technically he's supposed to be the number two. And I don't think that he wants to be in that position that he's in right now. He'll do it because of the good of the team, but the dude want to be a quarterback. So, if you promise this dude a competition, you lose a competition by default, you become a number two, and you got Trevor Simeon in, something is wrong here. Okay, so you got to be careful with that. Sean Payton just wants to say, ha ha, moment with Taysom Hill. Sean always uh, stopping the momentum when we be on the road. Uh, <laughs> um, not so much in this game. I would have thought. Because people were shocked that you didn't see more of Taysom Hill in this game, but I can see what you're talking about. I, that's a fair that's a fair assessment. TJ, what do you think the Saints have to do in order to get to the playoffs? Get a get a wide receiver, uh, run, put more emphasis on the run, uh, use uh, uh, marking. Look, if I'm not mistaken, ain't Lamar Miller still on the Saints team? I think that he's still on the death chart. Did they cut him because they got Mark Ingram? Let me check. I want to check here, folks. Give me a second. Somebody, and if somebody knows this, feel free to put it down into the chat. Do the Saints still have Lamar Miller on the roster? Because dude ain't a bad dude ain't a bad running back. Okay, not a bad running back. Yeah, he, he playing for the Saints right now. You know, so you got Lamar Miller, you got Mark Ingram, you got Alvin Kamara. Use them. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, put more emphasis on the run. Set up the play action. Hope you get yourself another wide receiver that can catch a ball on play action. Then you'll be fine. You know, that, that should be that should be problem solved. But, hey, I'm going to read a few more of them and get up out of here. Why y'all think the Giants traded him now, the Browns, because due to uh, Drama Queen, he all for himself. We don't need that over here. I'd rather just uh, want uh, next year. I mean, that's a good point. I'm not going to even try to. I'm not even going to try to knock that. I can understand why people will have their their uh, reluctancies uh, about or being reluctant. There's no reluctancies. Uh, being reluctant about uh, o- o- Odell Beckham Jr. coming to New Orleans. 
I mean, he has uh, pushed himself out of a lot of situations. Giants, Browns. But, hey, he better than what we have over here. So it's almost like with the Antonio Brown situation. Are you willing to make a deal with the devil, so to speak? But I think with this Saints organization, I don't think he's going to be able to do some of the things he was doing out there. They got they too, they too close-knit of a group. Like, they ain't about to just let no dude just come up in there and just, you know, no, nah, they ain't gonna they ain't gonna do that. <clears throat> it never was a competition. He just didn't trust Winston. Sean Pay sometimes get it his own way. I don't know if he didn't trust James. I can't say that. I can't say that he trust James. I mean, I mean, let me take that back. I get a because that's that's too bold of a statement. I don't think he I, I think he kind of trusts James. <laughs> Not in all things. I won't say I would, because I, I I have had a show where I said that he didn't trust James Winston. So in some things I think he does. Like if you're talking about throwing a ball down the field, he does. Um, but not all things. I do agree with you on that. Uh if I see Taysom Hill on the field at quarterback number one, I'm immediately taking an aspirin. I see it. What happened to Emmanuel Butler? Uh, didn't work out. Uh, let's see. We will see after 4 p.m. today. Yeah, I guess we will. Uh, I watched Simeon Tate with the Broncos. He did pretty good. I feel comfortable with him this year. Use Ingram, Kamara, and Hill, and more run-run. I agree. Look, the Saints, have, if they're going to win, they're going to need to have a better defensive performance. They're going to have to muddy up the field, and they're going to have to like rely on some of these playmakers offensively to win them games. They got to play the game almost like how they played against New England. That, that's 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 a that's a perfect example. They're gonna have to play games like that if they want to win. And finally, Cass says, "I just uh, feel like Giants and Browns don't have the leaders like we have in the locker room." I agree with that, Cass. I just mentioned that. I don't think he'll be able to do some of the same things he did uh, with New York and Cleveland. First of all, Cleveland had one of the worst front offices I ever seen in my life. You know, I look, I just think they're able to get players because they always, you know, picking in the top five. So they always got these guys on rookie deals. So they got all this money um, and guys are not going to turn it down. But and as far as the Giants, man, I mean, it's New York City. You know what I'm saying? It's it's big time. You know what I'm saying? The, the media, the the newspapers run that town. You know, that that's what it is. So um, I think in New Orleans, I think it'll be a, a, a kind of a different type of field. He'll automatically get embraced because he went to LSU. He's from the city, went to Newman, you know, so he had that going for him. But who knows, man? You know, I heard the other teams that he was thinking about was the 49ers, Seahawks, Saints. So might end up going somewhere else. But if the Saints get him, I don't think he'll be able to do some of the things he was doing at those other spots that he was at. But I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Really do appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search The State of the Saints Podcast, facebook.com, search The State of the Saints Podcast, previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. Make sure for those that can, donate to the Conaway family. The description is down below if you want to donate, raise money for the Conaway family, and also want to give a special shout out to all the people of the Pigskin Podcast Network. Uh, the other sponsors, Manscaped.com and DraftKings. If you're a first-time user for DraftKings, download the DraftKings app. If you uh, deposit a dollar, you'll get a $100 credit. 
by using a promo code SOTS. Once again, SOTS. And manscaped.com, use the promo code State of Saints. You'll save 20% off of your purchase. Till next time, all I got to say is, who that? And yes, mama, I got on camera because you told me to do it. Peace.